Greetings, friends, and welcome to the Gospel Underground Podcast. This is episode 25, Bon Anniversaire. We are broadcasting live. Yes, I did try to speak French. Impressive French, yeah. Reed. Happy anniversary or happy birthday, depending on context. Well, we are broadcasting live, Jesse. Live for us from the Power Change World Headquarters here in Blacksburg, Virginia. This is our one-year spectacular uh, celebration, our anniversary episode, as it were, our silver 25th uh, episode. It's all coming together. Time has flown by. It has. I, I was reading today um, about silver wedding anniversaries. Like, why do they call it gold and silver? And it was very complex, uh, right. the answer to that. Do you know? I have no idea. That's what you give people on well, those anniversaries. <laughs> So I should have said I did know that. I did. Yeah. I was much stu- more more stupider than you. Yeah, I, I, really, well, I, you I know, would never say that. Yeah, I was. I was not on cue. I had no knowledge of these things, and so yeah, this is our silver episode twenty. Aren't you coming up on twenty five? We are. Um, not super close. We will okay. be this. Our next anniversary will be twenty three. Okay. Okay. So nineteen. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to uh, impute more years to you yeah. than, than needed. I'm realizing how how actually um, uh, old, seasoned that I'm becoming. I'm doing. Um, I'm the character coach for the Blacksburg High School football team here at the local public school, and so I'm at football Go practices. Bruins. Yeah, man, we're doing it. And so my high school quarterbacking days, I'm reliving those and you know throwing the ball techniques and everything. You and were a high school quarterback. I, I was. I was. I played quarterback my whole life from five years old all the way to my until I got in high school. We had this all region guy, left handed guy named Steve Beam, amazing quarterback. So I played like fullback, linebacker, and stuff till he graduated. And then my senior year, I went back into uh, five seven quarterbacking. Uh, yeah, I was. <laughs> you had a short offensive line. Yeah, no, we had a pretty good line. I just had to find gaps. We ran a lot of reads. And okay, I, I had really I could read everything. I mean, we would run veer and read the fullback. I'd read the tackles and the ends and options and throw the ball or not and pull it out. I mean, it was pretty complex offense. But I was little man. And I did get recruited for football by the Merchant Marine Academy uh, to, to play cornerback. I don't even know what the Merchant Marine Academy is. I guess it's lesser known than the Naval Academy. Yeah, I don't either. Um, so I, I'm the heck char- of a football team, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, so I'm the character coach uh, okay. of the Blacksburg High School team. So I'm kind of trying to be around to be a friend of the guys and influence on positivity and good character traits. I'm doing kind of a, a non-chapel chapel every Monday, and I, I realize how old I am because, like, these are literally my kids because yeah. I have two kids, kids in, the high school. in the high school. Yeah. yeah. So be 46 this year. Um, still trying to keep it together. But uh, 20, 25th wedding anniversary, still a little bit. A little you bit still off. have time to save up for that silver present. I guess, man. I guess we'll do something. You know, if my kids don't start, if my kids keep getting injured and I have to keep paying all these medical mm. bills every year, um, we've had broken leg, broken arm, broken nose surgery. And it's expensive, man. It really, yeah. it really is. But it's 25th. Yeah, we'll do something. Or I'll have a ministry trip that I can, you know. That's right. You'll go to tack, Iceland. Tack something on the back of, you know, so I can go for free. It's a better way to go. That so, is, yeah. And no doubt you could make that work. Yeah. So we're looking back today over our first year of the Gospel Underground. So we're going to reminisce a little bit. Uh, also look forward and then get ready for it, folks. Introduce a new segment on the Gospel Underground here in a little bit, right? So we can hear the cheers. Oh, ooh. <laughs> the ooh, ooh. Ah, what's happening? 
Well, looking back, I figured we could spend a few moments today because we started uh, August of last year, towards the end of August, with episode one, introduction, and we uh, fumbled our way through, <laughs> what are we doing? Why are we doing this? And That's right. Getting a feel for things. And uh, But so I figured we could start today by just maybe sharing both of us uh, maybe episodes that we enjoyed from the first 24, uh, the first two to, uh, two dozen episodes. So... I'm going to go first because my kids have this joke with me. Uh, it's pretty funny. And now my son, who my son picks up on family memes. You know, we get these little phrases in our home that we say for a little while and we keep repeating them, using me and my son because we're guys, I guess we're obnoxious. And uh, I've been trying to, you know, I'll try to get my kids, hey, did you listen to the podcast episode this week? And um, one time my son said, dad, we don't listen to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and so now we have this cadence, he and I, whenever, whenever, usually whenever we do a new episode, I was like, hey guys, did you know I had a podcast? And he's like, dad, we don't listen to your podcast. That's hilarious. And so, uh, but they did. We listened to the one on um, Man Up on uh, the state of young masculinity on the way to Kentucky. We drove up there as a family and my son afterwards said, he could just kind of put his hand around me, my back and tapped me on the shoulder and said, we got some work to do with the men, don't we, Dad? And I'm like, my, 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 How old is he? My 12-year-old. 12 12-year-old, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, it doesn't have to be us, though, man. We don't have to be like that. So, But that's not one of my favorite episodes. I have two. Okay. Um, and, and ironically, if you look at the website stats, these are the two most hit episodes. Now, it could be because they're older and they, they were some of our early ones. But my two favorites are... Uh, your interview with with Reese okay. Bazant, um, okay. Because one, he, he speaks in Australian. Oh, what a great, what a great <laughs> yeah, accent! Yeah, it's like wow, we we have an Australian on our uh, on our podcast. But the, the topic you guys discussed, lament, mm-hmm. um, I, f- I feel is super helpful to endorse, particularly in certain circles that you know America we're supposed to you know be happy we're supposed to be successful we don't like being depressed we pay for you know therapy more than anybody in the world um so I really you say hey embracing the glory emotions as well as the more darkness of life and so I really appreciate that and also it was one that you guys recorded and I didn't even see it happen I got to listen to it while I was driving in a car so I was more just a participant that's right we've recorded that we set up a real quick mobile operation in a in a little Airbnb house in Southeast Roanoke. Wow. Yeah, yeah where, he, where he, I put him up there for okay. a couple of days, and we were spending some time in the city. And, uh, yeah, we just set up in there and recorded. It was fun. I felt like I was listening to two friends sipping tea talking about important things. And so I was like, hey, this is our podcast, and I'm on the road listening to a podcast. Like I've been, <laughs> I've been doing for de- over a decade listening to podcasts, but listening to ours that is fun. was really encouraging. So that was one of my favorites. And then my other favorite, I think, probably because of the emotional connection I have to it was the Christmas episode that I did solo. Yeah. Um, I've had more people talk to me individually saying, Hey, I really, really like that. Particularly guys. Um, cause it was basically about Christmas letters and this tradition that I've had with my kids for a long time with, with, since they could read. Um, and I had one friend, uh, Tom Weaver, shout out if you're listening, um, in Texas saying, you know, I listen to that and I think, man, that's easy to do. I can do that. Um, and for me, growing up the way I did and kind of having a hard go with my dad, um, I've always wanted to be a dad. I want to be a good dad. Yeah. So trying to learn from everybody all the time. And so the fact that I could share something about being a father that other people might hear and put into practice, right, um, 
is encouraging because yeah. like we do this for we do this for the big money, right? Obviously, that's why we're in 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 the gospel underground. Um, but we really do it to contribute to others and to encourage, entertain, uh, bless, maybe enlighten, uh, maybe confuse uh, with our crap. But uh, that yeah, those two stand out to me. Leaning into lament with Reese Bazant kind of has a flow to it, rhyme flow to it, and then the the Christmas episode. How about you? Yeah, you know, interestingly, mine are almost um, parallel. So uh, I was thinking about this this afternoon. My two favorite have have been uh, the St. Patrick's Day episode. Ah. So I just had a lot of fun with that one. I had yeah. fun. Uh, I had fun with us, um, you know, researching. I had fun talking about, you know, the the traditions there and. Um, yeah, I just, that one was a fun and one. Being Irish. Being Irish was fun for both of us. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, we weren't even drunk or anything. We weren't even drinking right? green beer. Yeah, it was still yeah, fun. Yeah. St. Patrick. That was actually a big month for us too, in terms of listeners. We had a big bump in St. Patrick's Day month. Yeah. So maybe, so, maybe others enjoyed it. Yeah. And thinking month. about, um, uh, I had recently read a book, I, I probably mentioned it in that podcast by, uh, Frederick Buechner, uh, called, uh, Brendan, who was, uh, a, a real life. Irish monk, uh, but the he he you know he's kind of legendary. He's he's two generations removed from Saint Patrick. Wow, a legend. disciple of a disciple of Saint Patrick and and Saint Brendan. Uh, the legend goes sailed to Brazil, and so uh, in a in a uh, I don't know I forget what they call them, but a, like a wooden kind of you know they just build their own little, little wooden sailboat, ship and, yeah, Viking boat, uh, and Celtic so boat. Um, yeah. So I had I was kind of living in that world a little bit. I need to read that book. You mentioned that one, and I, I yeah. said, "Wow, that's it's real short." It's I mean, it's kind of a good little summary. So Could read it in a couple evenings or something. Yeah, yeah, maybe not that short. Well, for you, possibly. And then the other one was uh, was actually the last one. Oh yeah, hey. I loved I loved the last one <laughs> with, the, with Bob, with Bob with, Thune. Shout out to Bob. Yeah, you guys. Um, I I had the same experience where I was driving around traveling. And I was like, oh, yeah, the, the podcast is up. And I just got to listen to it. And I thought I was engaged the whole time. I was kind of in conversation with you guys in my car. Thinking uh, out loud. Kinda. Yeah, thinking out loud. You ha- Man, I'm with Bob where you you really have a market. You you could, <laughs> you could don't even have to start a website. Just say it on here. Send me your smartphone of $50 and I'll set it up yeah, for you, for yeah, your kids. Yeah. Bob, um, you have a little side hustle. You're yeah, like, yeah. Just, you could, man. The way you were describing how you set up your kids' phones and and the the practices that you guys have, uh, it was inspiring, and it also made me thankful that I could come over here <laughs> and bring like a pile of phones yeah, in a few years yeah. and say, "Hey, set these up for me, Reed." I think we may do something even at our church uh, this fall, late fall. Maybe I was talking to our pastor Brett yesterday about that, and so yeah, Ooh. Bob's good at figuring out side hustles. I need to pay attention to it. <laughs> My wife would probably like that instead of me giving away everything. I like that you give things away. Yeah. You know, I was uh, I was tracking with you. You uh, you won. I, I won. Of well, course I did. Well, no, no. <laughs> no hear me be, out here. You were winning <laughs> for me. And then when Bob when Bob mentioned uh, Jamie Smith, you are what um, you love. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, he started I had, to pull me back. I had no hope after that because you guys both, <laughs> you goes bow Fanboy. I'm know. a fanboy. Um, and then the other thing is, uh, he, I don't think he mentioned um, McLuhan or or Neil Postman, but the idea that the media is the message, you know, that the that the phones themselves are shaping us, not just as 
content windows that things come into, but as um, as an actual media, uh, yeah. an actual yeah shaping that, that, thing that they were not morally neutral. neutral. That's right. Yeah, for uh, sure. I, I think he got me there. But you know, at the end of the day, you what you guys were describing sounded pretty similar. Yeah, we both had similar convictions, which I yeah. didn't think it'd be much of a throwdown. Um, but it was a, it was a good listen for me. But here's the thing. Um, the the Apple and the Google they have us all. They have and us all. So uh, even Bob, you know, he he's sixteen to eighteen year olds going to college with phones. They're unavoidable. They're part of our world. It, it these windows into the world and shapers of us morally, spiritually are are going to just be ever present. And and depending on whose view of the future uh, obtains, it could get. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess the moral there is we do more holiday episodes. <laughs> Keep the interviews Holidays going. Holidays and interviews, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll talk about that here in a moment. Well, just to recount a little bit, you know, we started out and didn't know if we'd have much of an audience, and that was okay with us because we were doing it for the love mainly. Um, and so we started out with tens, right? In our first few months, we had tens of listeners. That's right. And I, and I want to be clear that I knew I didn't have much of an audience. <laughs> uh, you, you were the one we weren't sure of. Well, not we, that you're famous. I don't want to go there again. I'm not famous. <laughs> not famous. And I don't. You're dr- underground. I don't, I don't That's right. Dress as well as you do for sure. But we started. Are we going to do? We're not doing that. We started with tens. <laughs> Um, and then we grew into tens of tens of tens or something and, and we have a pretty good audience, but um, we're not sharing any of that publicly because we treasure these things in our hearts, um, because, uh, we're not doing it for, uh, the crowns. Hopefully we're doing it to serve others and, yeah. and to honor the Lord. This has been, you know, this has been a good servant to me too, you know, refining some of the, my, my thoughts on this. And I, to be honest about half of these t- episodes, I learned things from you when we had wireless mic in here i was wireless like mike is brilliant. we need to have mike sitting, back on again we need to have him back on so i can sit quietly and listen to you guys talk about technology and so yeah this has been good for me too there's a there's something that i think both of us enjoyed is talking about ideas out loud and things that matter to our world and to people and i think we all grow and learn when we do that and so thank you brother i can't thank you enough for being a partner in this crime and i do think even you know get a little cheesy a little sappy for a moment i think we've become really good friends yeah. doing this this year yep. so well we we've always said this at the end of our shows that um uh, the the gospel under, underground is a joint production of Power of Change and the Bonhoeffer House. So a little frequently asked questions. Uh, we are funded by POC and the Bonhoeffer House. We run this thing out of you know donations of Jesse's time, my time, and then we purchased all the gear ourselves. And we do all the. We debated whether we're going to do the post production and production ourselves. We do that as well. So we really are. I, I appreciate all the we there. <laughs> <laughs> Always say we. Um, so yeah, we 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 do it together. And your time is uh, valuable. And man, we can't we can't thank Bonhoeffer House enough to have this in your you know yeah. job scope, so to speak. And uh, yeah, but we we do want to remain underground. You know, um, I'm I listened to a nerdy podcast yesterday about the advertising industry in podcasts because there's kind of a wave now, and certain podcasts get they get very large and they start to make money and or they monetize, or depending on the accent, monetize. You, we're not doing that. We're not doing ads. We're not. Uh, we, we're keeping a shed quarters culture. Uh, we're going to keep it on the ground. We're going to keep it in the borderlands, so it's not only going to be, at least this particular uh, podcast under this uh, gospel underground, is going to be church culture both, right? We're, right? We'll take them to church sometimes, but we'll be talking about things very much present in our world. 
And our hope is to keep a culture that has truthful clarity, that has convictions. We don't want to do a convictionless dialogue about nothing all the time, but yet we want to have uh, a posture of learners, um, right. gentleness, respectfulness uh, to others and other ideas, even the stupid ones of the world we want to be kind to. Mm. <laughs> some ideas are some some ideas are so stupid. Reed. Yeah, I know. But I'm going to save that for <laughs> yeah. a new segment. Yeah, the new segment's coming later. We'll tell you about that. Yeah, and some of my ideas are very stupid, and I hate those the most. <laughs> well, in the coming year, uh, by the way, if you like what we're doing, putting this mess out, um, uh, please review us. Uh, don't give us a one star. We don't like those. That we're we're worthy of your one star, but give us five on yeah. iTunes. We do want review it. Reviewish us. That would be mm. great. Well, the coming year. Um, we're not doing a podcast in seasons. There are podcasts that maybe go eight episodes at a time or 15 or whatever, and then they take a break, and then they go back into season two. Um, and there are other uh, podcasts that kind of are ongoing, and we're kind of doing that ongoing thing roughly a couple times a month-ish, right? We That's right. We averaged out. Which 20, we averaged that out. Yeah, That's 20, right, yeah. 24. And so Jesse and I have been looking at some spreadsheets and looking at dates and things. And so where we're headed, right, um, is hopefully twice a month if we can, maybe three, maybe one from time to time, maybe taking breaks around holidays and things. But we're just going to be a serial up by one episode each time yep. we go out. But we got some fun stuff com- uh, coming on. We're going to do something on vocation, right? Sacred, That's right. Secular stuff. I think Jesse's going to talk about that. The world of youth sports, billion-dollar industry, biotechnology, technobiology. We're gonna do Is that. youth sports a billion-dollar industry? It's it's a lot. I, I I read an article in Time recently. It's, it's a lot. It's, and it's crazy. I live in that world a little bit, probably too much maybe <laughs> showing my calendar to our pastor yesterday and he goes you live an insane life with soccer i'm like it's so fun we love it we're gonna talk about uh, yeah i'm glad it's fun yeah we couldn't do it otherwise um we're gonna talk about karma and divine judgment the different of those I- ideas mm. uh this year maybe a thanksgiving episode uh maybe the one we've been talking about for some time yeah we teased the woke too woke and broke yeah. uh episode about race and the gospel and and we'll get to that, man. You know what? I, you don't have this on here, but uh, I have a confirmed date with Dr. Walter Strickland, the awesome. director of the Kingdom Diversity awesome. Initiative at Southeastern for an interview. So I'm hoping to do that around the woke to, to woke broke episode. So yeah, looking forward to that too. And in honor of St. Patrick, or at least that we podcast about him, I figured we may take up St. Valentine. Mm. I know nothing about him. Um Maybe we're. I believe he floats around with a bow and arrow. Yes, shoots people, shooting in the, people in the in the in butt the, in their back bottom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all our kids we had front bottoms and back bottoms, <laughs> and then we had girls. And then my son came, and my girl said, "Well, Tommy has a wobbly bottom," which is uh, <laughs> quite quite an experience to hear that. Of course, I love this sort of language, and my wife's like, "Should we let them say that?" I was like, hey, "It's just phenomenolo- phenomenological language." <laughs> he does have a wobbly bottom. Okay. Uh, <laughs> We're going to talk about breakups, divorce, and a social media era, how that okay. stuff works. There's an interesting article we run across on yep. that. And then I think a little bit of popular culture was something you're going to do on what? Uh, the horror film industry. Yeah, yeah the horror, genre of horror. Of, horror. Yeah, scare, scare films. Pennywise. I don't have the guts to see that. My 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 wife. I actually, oh, it's a it's a beautiful coming of age story. You should take your young kids. <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. <laughs> I'm kidding. You know what? If if you're if, talking about it, the new yeah, it, it yeah. the new it. It's so it right now. Um, horror movies are most difficult to watch only if you have the sound on. If you if you want to not be scared by that type of stuff, turn the turn the audio off. You can just chill right through the whole thing, because the the audio engineers, man, they they earn their yeah. 
Oh yeah, any kind of jump scene without the without oh. the noise. Oh. Is, yeah. You should just watch them on mute. Yeah. So my wife's opinion is all those films are of the devil. We'll talk about those. Yeah. And see what you we'll, think we'll, about yeah. We'll figure that out <laughs> for her. Well. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll have her on here. Yeah. Oh, geez. <laughs> she, she's pretty. Uh, she's pretty black and white on that stuff. Well, hey. Um, a couple comments about the podcast itself. Some of you may not know because a few friends have said, hey, one one young man actually called, uh, texted with me and challenged me a little bit on the uh, my assessment of young men. And I was like, hey, did you read the show notes? Did you read the articles? He's like, oh, I didn't know about that. Well, every episode we try to put together some pretty good notes. And if you have a good podcast reader, if you swipe to the left or right, you're going to see a long list of hyperlinks, of books, web links, of things that uh, what I'm calling web links of unusually reputable sources. They're kind of like R-O-U-S's, but I'm calling them L <laughs> W-L-U-S's. Rodents of unusual size. Yeah, just like that. Web links of unusual, reputable sources. Um, so, yeah, show notes. It's got man. a nice ring to it. It, 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 it does. <laughs> it's like gargle and peanut butter. But, it, yeah, we, we, we got those every time. That's right. We're usually going to provide you guys um, for free, right, um, some things to read or if you question some of the things we're saying, uh, some of the debate that's happening on those subjects, uh, we'll link to that. And so if you can't see show notes, you need a different podcasting application on your phone uh, or your, your website because you can listen to podcasts through various uh, – you can listen to the built-in Google or Apple apps. They have podcasting apps. Apple's is terrible, I think. The one I really love, not to go into full review-ish, is one called Overcast. It's by a developer who I think was the um, the uh, software engineer and architect of Tumblr when it started. So this guy's a coding genius. Uh, Marco Armet's Overcast. It's a great podcasting app. See, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> now I, yeah, I, I just use the Apple Podcast Get, app. Overcast is fantastic for a few things. You can set the speeds of of how fast you listen to people. So if you want to get through somebody who talks really slow, you can speed them up. He has a, a technology called Voice Boost. So if somebody wasn't using the Electro Voice RE twenty microphone, <laughs> <laughs> if they were using it, where hashtag you need, sponsor. Hashtag yeah, we're sponsor. not. We're, we're not, not in it. For, yeah, we're not in it. We're not. Yeah, um, where you can bo- boost the volume, okay. the gain of just the voice. His app does that. And it also handles these built-in features to MP3 files really well. So like oh. album art, you know, you see the picture of the podcast you're listening right. to. If you pay attention, friends, and you're using something like Overcast, we switch the images throughout our podcast if we're doing review-ish or ruts and butts or some segment. According to the segment, that's According right. According to the segment, yeah. So it might be a picture of something. Certainly last last week when we did the thing on smartphones, there'll be a smartphone picture we were talking about or Eero, the Wi-Fi router I was talking about. So Mark Armat, and it also shows the show notes really nice as well as those chapters. And so hit that up. Well, Jesse and I talked earlier this year about whether or not we were going to do more interviews because this year we did what three we had three guests I'd say is that correct I think that's right we had Reese wireless Mike twice twice and And then then Bob Bob Thune um, last week so the answer I have for that is yes and no right we will do interviews they're really good but there's a lot of podcasts that are fully interview driven right it's a, it's a host and a new person almost every episode I don't want to go in that direction right. because we're 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 trying to uh, have a dialogue right on the borderlands between church and culture and so I like it having you and I talk to each other for the most part, and then using these interviews to launch further uh, conversations uh, with with our audience and with one another. So we're going to do some more. You mentioned one already. Yeah, that's right. It's going to be a great one. Um, But we're also going to keep it where we're daring to try 
to be what we jokingly said on the website, to be the talent. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, I think we're both in agreement that as this podcast has developed over the last year, it's gotten better, I think. We've gotten better in a lot of ways, audio, technology. And even uh, just, you know, so for me, what I'm looking forward to over the next year is as you and I continue to grow and, and we're sort of building on episode after episode it, that this dialogue would be worthwhile for people to listen to. That's right. So that's yeah, right. I mean, it, yeah, more interviews, an occasional interview selective selectively. That's right. Because what I want to avoid, and we're just joking about being the talent. We realize how uh, lacking in talent <laughs> we actually are. Um, but what I want to avoid is just simply saying, Hey, let's go get a famous person right, or, or famous cultural person or famous Christian person, put them on. Um, and that'll be what people are interested in, which is fine. I don't have any problem with interview driven podcasts. They're very successful, probably some of the most successful formats. Um, but I want to think about the things that we're talking about so so that we ourselves can grow and then certainly invite uh, people on uh, who will add to a conversation and deepen it. And certainly uh, fascinating, interesting people like Walter we're looking forward to having on this year. Well, we've had a, b- a bunch of segments this year. Uh, ruts and butts, ridiculous things under the sun, beautiful things under the sun, mm-hmm. in or out, and it's related sibling, right? Cool or not cool. We're just going to talk about different things that are out there uh, on the web and, and in in the news. Uh, review-ish, right? Uh, where, where, you know, it's not a review. It's not a review. <laughs> We're not that into it. But it's review-ish. It's ish. Ish, right? Like, yeah, we'll talk about things that maybe lack depth in a book review or something, but hopefully we'll expose other people to things that we love. Um, take them to church, right? Uh, Jesse, I've loved it when you kind of go in on church, ecclesiological church-based things. That's going to stay around and you try to persuade me of maybe congregationalism at some time on a take them to church kind of thing. We'll see. But. Oh, man, you know, that's so easy. <laughs> so easy. I'm going to get you. That's too that's too easy. Um, so I, w- I wanted to introduce uh, to you guys today on our uh, silver episode 25th on our uh, happy anniversary, um, 25th episode one year in, uh, one more uh, segment that I'm simply calling Rantology. So that's spelled R-A-N-T, rant, of course. Rantology. Rantology. Um in in sense that I have the right Reverend Doctor Jesse Fury, MDiv resident scholar of rantology. <laughs> There's so much wrong with that introduction. Future, doc- but if you want to make me a doctor of ranting, if, I'll take it. If I just, honorary, if I just say the right Reverend Future Doctor Jesse oh, Fury, MDiv, that'd be pretty accurate. It took, it took me 12 years to get an MDiv. I don't know. I'm not quite on the 19 year track like you, but I got it. Lord willing. Spring, um, I'll get one. So since yeah. you're going to be our res- resident scholar of rantology, we'll probably both participate in ranting. Um, I would like to for you to kick off our rantology okay, okay, segment okay. by ranting right. about so something. So here's a, okay. First of all, some ground rules here. Okay, we are not going to name names, right? <laughs> no names well, named. Well, maybe one day. Right. Everybody names Joel Osteen. We won't name him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. How about this? We won't name names unless they're public figures. That's public figures on Wikipedia or That's with right. a blue check on their Twitter account. Yeah. If you verified. got a blue check on your Twitter, then you're fair game for a rant. But <laughs> okay. So here's what I want. What I want to rant. I I threatened when I saw Reed earlier this week that I was going to go on a Twitter rant. <laughs> Uh, kind of stringing together some uh, some tweets, and then I realized um, 
I probably shouldn't do that, at least with what I want to say, because it could be construed. Yeah, well, I just figured it wasn't the right medium for me to rant. So we, so here we are, rantology. So we created a segment. Yeah, for thank you ranting. so much. You're this welcome. has been and building up. Out, oh man, it's like yeah. it's like the tea kettle's about to go off. <laughs> so here's the thing I've been hearing. I've been reading it. I've been hearing it, and it's driving me. Incre- it's just driving me insane. It's this idea that God loves my messiness. So my messiness is beautiful to God. Ah, well, being being philosophically interested, um, define messiness. It's okay. So already you're (laughs) you're asking too much of me if I'm the person saying this because the the way that it's the way that it's 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 been presented to me in my in what I've read right is uh, that I don't need to change. Because God loves me just the way I am. Yes, he loves you just the way you are. You say that to your five-year-old. Everything about your mess, I love. No, I don't <laughs> say that to my five-year-old. That's right, because if they have a poopy diaper, they need it changed. Yeah, I, listen, so here's the thing. So, so the idea behind this is that, uh, that even if I'm a hot mess, let's say, right. um, that there's something inherently particularly beautiful about the messiness of Uh, me uh. right so that's more of what i'm ranting against now if what you mean like it's a new modern virtue it's a virtue so so he yeah you've taken to be messy to be messy messy. is the virtue Uh. not that god loves me in spite of certainly the gospel the good news is that god loves me in spite of my messiness in fact he has come into my messiness to redeem me and then he's provided a way for my messiness to be cleaned through the gospel over time from one degree of glory to the next. But, but when you are saying or writing that, that it, you, you, your messiness itself is inherently beautiful. Here's what I want to say to you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here's what I want to say. This is, this is uh okay, here we go. Okay. You're, you're there. Stop it. <laughs> uh, classic Bob Newhart. Stop it. Stop it. Just stop it. Stop it. Okay. Your messiness, your messiness is a mess. A mess. So think about it this way. If you came over to my house and I was having you over, hey, Reed, you and Casey, you guys come over for dinner. And our house was a total disaster. Right. Just a complete mess. Everything's out of order. You, you know, you walk up and you're stepping over all kinds. Now, now, this is kind of true, but not exactly true. You're stepping over all kinds of stuff to get into the house. You open the door and it smells bad and there's dirt everywhere and and, and, and there's smoke filling the there's house. bodily and, fluids on the yeah, floor. And, 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 and animal, and animal waste. You would, ju- <laughs> you would just be like, I don't want to be here. This, 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 this house has not been, uh, not been prepared for visitors. And so what, what I want to say, I want to be the person. So people I think are too nice. Yeah, and and yeah. so they're too nice to tell these th- these people who believe that their mess is inherently beautiful. Uh, they're too nice to tell them that no, it's not. Yeah. Um, that it's that that actually their mess is preventing them from having meaningful relationships with people. Now let me back up. We all are a mess. That's right. Okay. That's right. So universal messiness, brokenness. That's right. My rant is not against right. being a mess. Right. Uh, my so I you can't you can't help but be a mess in some way. So I, I don't want to rant against that. I also don't want to rant against the idea that God loves me and in, in my messiness. Right, that, right. Like as that if you I, don't have to clean it up no. before God accepts you into His family. Or no, ma- no, yeah, right, yeah. Right. yeah. And, 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 and in fact, 
you don't have to clean it up in order to stay in God's family. Yeah. It's not as though yeah. he, you know, he saves you by grace and then says now Kicks you out when you, yeah, don't mess, mess up again. Up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but God is at work transforming us right. from one degree of glory to the next. And in that transformation, we will one day not be a mess. Right in the new kingdom and the new the the way that the scriptures portray this yeah, this story yeah, of redemption yeah. as we gain yeah. this uh, this this new body this new kingdom this new uh, earth and new heavens and in that newness our redeemed selves will be clean yeah yeah okay it, yeah so it, it's it's interesting that that is very common right today that that uh i think it comes out of the rejection of people for the thing that you 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 mentioned that we we don't agree with right that says that god doesn't like certain junk that's or, right or if somebody is bad you know they better clean it up get right before they come to god which which is false it's 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 injurious it's harmful but i think we maybe have swung the pendulum to say like Everything as it is without change is just cool. It's just great the way it is. Yeah, yeah. and it's not, right? I, I don't think any of us should feel about ourselves, right? We should accept our story. We should know our story. We should know the brokenness of it. Um, but yet the redemption of it means that, th- that there's potential to change. And I think that, and if and just saying that, right, if, if we're to change, that has to be directional. It can't just be uh, just aimless flux, right? We're saying, hey, we want to um, become more virtuous, become better even. Sure. Um, allow God to work in us such that um, the things that are just not good get transformed, put to death perhaps, and mo- we move into a different reality with our character, with our life um, that, that is different. And That's the, right. Yeah, the the the, the ancients and the uh, scholars throughout uh, history, you know, used terms like virtues and vices, and and it was clear the difference between the two. Um, not saying that we're all going to be virtuous, we we're not, but there is a difference, right? There's a difference, and 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 I think in our in our current age of authenticity. Uh, to be true to oneself it has become a virtue. Right. It's a it's a uh, cultural virtue, and, and so with that can come along this 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 vice can sneak in there, which which isn't necessarily. I would say being true to oneself, maybe it's neutral. I don't know. Well, we, we don't want to be full of crap, right? Yeah. We don't want to be like we, um, we don't want to be a hypocr- We don't want to present something that's wear not the true. Mask, fake it, right? Right. Yeah. Just. In fact, Jesus has strong words against hypocrites. Yeah, yeah. wear the mask. Uh, and, and Jesus even even takes it in the Sermon on the Mount further than just the Greek idea of wearing a mask. He takes it to the to the point of saying the inside and the outside being different. Yeah. So the mask idea that the 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 original idea of a hypocrite is someone who wears two masks, right? You know, but Jesus says no. It's even more than that. If you're a whitewashed tomb, if you're a if you're a bowl that's clean on the outside and dirty on the inside, you're also a hypocrite. Right. Right. In, in, in other words. Um, Doing religious things with having a a really corrupt, dirty heart that hasn't been presented to the Lord right. uh, for cleansing is also hypocrisy. So, yeah. so in some ways, authenticity is a virtue, right, right. but when it becomes an excuse to not grow or or to not care about change. to not care and yeah. to, and to really demand. Here's here's the thing that at the end of the day, I want to rant against. I I certainly wouldn't want to rant against someone who's had a difficult experience in their life, had maybe has, has, has really um, done some wicked things, and they realize or, or it. Or had wicked things done, done to them. them. Yeah, and, yeah. Feel, and 
and, and feel unworthy. Yeah. I wouldn't want that person to think, Oh no, I've got to clean up. No, no, no. In the middle of that mess, Jesus comes to the mess. Yeah. Yeah. Some of, some of our friends use the phrase, uh, it's okay to not be okay. And I think that's a, a reality where we want to be people that welcome one another. Yeah. Because we're not okay, right? And we don't have to fake it that we're we're okay and or put on a happy face or whatever. Um, but none of us want to say, hey, like like the phrase that are written in a middle school yearbook, never change. <laughs> <laughs> it's you're not okay. Never change. Like that of course not. So right. we, we want to say, God, thank you for accepting me in my mess, through my mess, being present with me in my mess. Yes. Well, yeah. What could you do with me? And then in even the essence of following someone else, right? If somebody say, what is Christianity? Well, it's trusting in and following someone else, right? Um, if we were going to say, Jesus, right, I want to follow that guy, we obviously see something in his life, uh, what he's done for us, who he is, what he teaches, what he lives, his flow with messy people even. Yeah, I mean, if that, you think about Jesus, be. Jesus has, you know, the Son of God, as we believe, came in a messy way, Right. He came as a baby being born, which if you've been there, that's a messy thing. And then he came into a, you know, a messy, wherever he was, barn. However, the the, the debate over the description of that. That's right. However it was. It's it wasn't a, a a sterile hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like that manger scene down down the way. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was you know and animals, it, right? Yeah. And and his whole ministry is messy with messy people, and he's even his best friends are complete and total disasters in a lot of ways, and he still loves them. And he and he and what that shows us is that in our messes, that's us. That's right? us. Yeah. yeah, like we can't be too messy for Jesus. But then he takes us and begins to transform us. And and when we sneak in the vice of, I am this way, and and just trust me, God loves me just the way I am. Everything I don't have to change. Everything about this is good. Don't demand any change from me. Accept me as I am or else. We make these, it's really unloving to other people. That's what the rant is yeah, ultimately yeah, is yeah, driven towards is yeah, let's love yeah. our neighbors. Let's love our friends yeah. and family. So let's by not, willing be, to be, to change. Yeah. And let's not give way to the goofiness of religious world. that looks down on people thinking they're not a mess. Cause that, you know, there's no one good, but God, right? That's we, right. we are the mess. We, that's where we live. But yet, uh, it's not a good thing. <laughs> to we need to, help. Yeah, we need help. We need change. We need uh, a, a leader, someone to follow, and someone who can help us too. Man, the one of the things I love about when I became a Christian, the the world got less lonely all of a sudden for me yeah. as a young man. That God was a present help in a time of trouble. I could look up to the hills. Where does my help come from? That wasn't an empty. There was, you know, before my worldview was that the world exploded into being and spread spread out fast. You know, a lot of time, a lot of uh, evolution is just me now. Uh, but yet there was nothing out there beyond us. And so in the lonely nights, when you, you, you look up to the stars and you wonder where's help coming from. There is none, right? It's yeah. a vast, empty, cold, dark space. So becoming a Christian for me was an affirmation. One, I needed help. And not only that, there was help uh, available. 
which is uh, amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you, Professor of uh, <laughs> the Right Reverend's Future, Dr. Jesse Fury, dear oh, resident man. scholar we of gotta, Right you gotta, you gotta give me a new name. Oh, yeah. I'll uh, take it. Yeah, Whatever you want to we'll, give we'll me. We'll have to make initials of that and figure, <laughs> figure that out. But that's our rantology topic. You will see it again. Uh, along it's okay with if you're things. a mess. That's right. It's okay if you're a mess. You're like the rest of us. You're like the rest of us. And and if you you know you were to ask my family, is is Am I a mess? Of course I'm a mess. But we don't want to confuse the ontological categories of goodness <laughs> and messiness. That's right. Yeah, it's okay to be a In mess, but it's okay. It's good to aspire. Yeah. Uh, it's good to aspire to virtues, well, to love this, our neighbors. This yeah. podcast uh, for the last year has been a mess. Our audio was, was pretty <laughs> crap starting out. Got better. And, but we love our listeners enough That's to right. make changes. That's right. We yeah. made changes and put new mics in, and we are grateful to be here after one year 25 episodes now in the books review us on itunes five stars are acceptable because we needed to prop up our messy insecurities the gospel underground is a joint production of power of change and the bonhoeffer house send your feedbacks comments questions topics you might want us to take up here on the underground to info at gospelunderground.org we are a dialogue taking place in the messy borderlands between the church and culture we hope to see you out there peace, peace.